What's up, Just Think? Uh, my name is Carson, and I am with Mike Ashcraft. Thanks for coming back to the Just Think podcast. We've really been enjoying this over the past several weeks of really getting this off the ground. has been a ton of fun to me, and Mike, I know it's been a ton of fun to you. It, yeah, I've enjoyed the conversations. I've enjoyed seeing your thoughts and uh, kind of getting to put it together. Just to, I mean, honestly, not to be cliche, but to think about it, <laughs> to see what you're thinking about things. It's been really... Uh, Really interesting, really fun, and, and really enjoyable. So yeah. thank you for uh, the idea and for pushing this forward. Yeah, it's been a, it's been a really good time. I've really enjoyed getting to talk to a couple people. We said that on the last episode, but we really mean it. We've you got to talk to somebody at a baseball game the other night. Yeah. I got a few messages on Instagram, uh, just from people from you guys that are processing with us what we're learning. And I think that that's a a big thing to remember about this. Like we don't have it all figured out. We're learning. We're growing we're constantly reading and researching things in our own life. And really this is like coming out of that, which I think is a really fun part yep. of it. Uh, so one of the couple things that we want you to know about as we are like really getting this off the ground is I don't know if you've noticed this or not, but we're dropping content on Wednesdays. Uh, so mark your calendars, be ready for when it comes out. Uh, we're doing every other Wednesday right now. We may change that in the future, but that's kind of the format that has been working really well for us. And then something that you can do to help us really begin to spread, just think around our community and around the world is to share content that you find helpful and really add like why you found it helpful. I think that people can really buy into things when they understand like your heart in it. And we want this content to reach as many people as possible because we really believe in the conversations that we're having are, are really relevant to what's going on in the world today. So we encourage you to share it. Uh, if you tag us, that would be awesome too, because then we can repost you. We love that kind of stuff. I think that builds momentum around things. So we encourage you to do that. Uh, and then just a random encouragement. Uh, the other day I woke up, it was super random, Mike. I woke up and I was like, I had two people on my mind. Like from the moment that I woke up in the morning, I was like, I feel like I need to, I feel like I need to call them. Mm. And I did. And the conversation that came from that was so encouraging and so needed. So I just encourage you, whoever's on your yep. mind right now, call them. Like they, they need it. Yep. Like, and you don't have to have a big agenda. Just call somebody. Just, just tell them you're thinking them. about them. Tell yeah. them you were, uh, uh, they were just on your mind, or on your heart. I mean, it really does make a difference. It really does. And I, 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 the guy that I called the other day, I haven't talked to him probably since before COVID. Wow. And just like reconnecting was so encouraging. Yeah. And I do think that as we're like kind of coming out of the pandemic right now, things are loosening up, things are changing. Uh, we can really spend more time in relationship than we have been used to over the past because it's just gotten so much more complicated. Yeah. And yeah. I feel like the complications are lowering so yeah. we can re-enter. And I would love for us to be people that we re-enter into relationship. Yeah. We, we don't focus on all the peripheral things. Like yeah. we really connect with each other. And I think too, you bring up something that's not, not has to do with today's topic, but the fact that a lot of times we don't see someone for a long time. Uh, we tend to think that it's awkward to like reach back out to them. We mm -hmm. have to apologize. We haven't done better than we have done. And you know what I've tried to do even with people that are with me is just to not make that a thing. And just if I think about someone, I text them, <clears throat> you know, and if they're if usually they're not like, I can't believe you haven't talked to me in, in six months. They're usually <laughs> like, oh man, it's great to hear from you. Yeah. And so I think if we can just assume that about one another, um, it gives us a little bit more latitude to just enter into places where we've maybe have, maybe we have neglected it. Yeah. Um, but maybe it's just because things have been crazy and um, it's just good to know that someone was thinking about you. You know, during that, I got a text the other day from someone who was praying for me and thinking about me um, that I haven't talked to in a while. And, and I, my first thought wasn't, I can't believe I haven't heard from them. My, th my first thought was, man, that's really yeah. cool that someone woke up, you know, in another part of the country and was thinking about, you know, me. 
Yeah. Um, so just those things mean a lot. Yeah, we need each other, yep. and we really, really should prioritize that. I think in our daily, our daily life. So that was just a random encouragement. As I was thinking about today, I was like, how cool would it be uh, if all of our listeners just reached out to somebody in their circle, or maybe somebody that feels like they're like on the fringe of the circle? Bring them close, grab them, call them, and encourage them. Uh, today we're talking about ambition, and I uh, I get loud when I say that because I love ambition. Like I love conversations around it. Uh, after our last episode uh, on the idea of what are we learning, like how are we as people constantly choosing a posture of learning and living an engaged life? If you haven't listened to that episode, we'd encourage you to maybe press pause on this one, scroll down a little bit, and listen to that one because a lot of the things that we talk about in that episode really set up where we're going today. Uh, it's not mandatory. It's not mandatory listening, <laughs> but it's encouraged listening, right? Uh, so we encourage you to do that. But we're talking about um, this idea. Mike and I were were talking about content and what was next. And Mike, you brought up a really cool point. Uh, if you don't know, if you've kind of jumped into the podcast um, through an avenue that's not, you know, with our church, uh, starting the church, twenty two, twenty one years ago uh, almost 22 22 years ago in October uh, starting the church was like full of excitement and full of momentum and it was like wow we're like getting this thing off the ground and then that began to like inform like how you saw what your next step looked like and you started to develop a lot of experience around oh I'm like getting this thing off the ground and then that changes the way that you see your future even today so kind of unpack what you were sharing with me in that moment because I was really encouraged by that because it opened up this idea that like ambition and and really looking back at where we've come from is really important because yeah. it, it really does impact how we see the future. Yeah, and, and what I was writing down was this idea of just think about my own life and having done something for twenty years and you learn a lot of things. You know, one of the one of the jokes was when we first started Port City and it's like with any organization or business or anything mm-hmm. you do, you start off and you don't know what you're doing. So there's a lot of freedom in that because you experiment with a lot of things you make a lot of mistakes and you you learn from those mistakes ideally right you don't want to repeat the same dumb mistakes over and over again and it was kind of uh it was novel you know we all thought oh we don't know what we're doing we're all just kind of running Mm -hmm. flying by the seat of our pants and this thing was taking off and it was a lot of great things were happening and then we realized that you know what we can't just keep saying we don't know what we're doing because in some ways we do like Mm -hmm. we've learned some things that are really important and that are actually helpful and so we started to embrace a little bit more. And then so that's probably 10, 11 years in. And then um, we really worked hard to kind of hone, you know, what we were learning and how we're kind of dealing with the next generation and passing that on, but also passing it on in a way that allows the next generation's input for them mm-hmm. to actually participate and own and become a part of the voice. Um, but what, was, what I was reflecting on that morning when we were talking, actually it was after that, I was just writing my journal. And I thought sometimes the problem with experience is that we actually end up depending on our experience. And so we stop seeing things mm-hmm. um, that are in front of us and we're really just confirming what we already know. And, you know, there's, a, there's an old uh, proverb that I love. It's uh, from Proverbs 3 in, 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 your, in the Bible. And it says, you know, trust the Lord with all of your heart and do not lean on your own understanding. Mm-hmm. And when you're, you know, kind of young and dumb, no offense, right, to anybody, um, but when you're young and, and naive or you're young and you don't have a lot of understanding, or at least you think you don't, um, you don't lean on it because you don't have anything to lean on. Mm-hmm. As you get older and more experienced, what you inadvertently do is you end up leaning on what you already understand and you do it really almost without knowing it. Mm-hmm. 
And then anything that presses on that feels wrong or you, you get upset by it or it feels like an affront to something that you have, have done. And, you know, the willingness, and this is where I think what, where this idea of, you know, ambition and, and wisdom or ambition and our, our experience kind of collide because we have to have a posture of learning, certainly, but that also requires us to have a posture of unlearning or being willing to press on and even dismantle things that we have already learned and already think that we understand, if that makes sense. Yeah, for sure. It, it, the whole idea of unlearning is a little bit new to me. And it's been new to me probably over the past year, honestly. And there's been several different things that have happened in the world that have showed me really the importance of that. Because I think that uh, we're all raised in a pattern, right? Yeah. We're all raised in kind of a rhythm of thinking and a, and a, and a belief system uh, that is good, right? Like, I, 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 don't, I don't regret anything from my childhood. Uh, but I want to be a person that's constantly pushing myself uh, to learn and to grow, to expand my perspective to expand what I understand and really evaluate the lens through which I see the world. And no, no, you know, keep going, keep going. No, I just think that sometimes our, our lens can really just be based off of something that we've experienced, whether it's good yeah. or whether it's bad. Yeah. If it's bad, we're probably going to be skeptical about what's to come. If it's good, we might be overconfident yeah. <laughs> about what's to come. Or we like put our future into a little box. We're like, it's all going to exist in this box. And I think the church is such proof of this. That like the, the building we're sitting in recording this podcast, the movement that's happening at our church right now was not on the expectations list for you when you started the church. Like it was a dream. Like right. you didn't know what it would be. Right. But how, how would it be different if you tried to force it into a box? Yeah. Like you, you, you were faithful with every moment and you, you're, you just continued to do what was in front of you. And I believe that that's like the way that we're called to live. Like yeah. we, we shouldn't put our future, you know, into that. There's two things that you mentioned, I think are really important. Uh, number one is the idea that, you know, there, there are dreams that you have that when, when they become real, they become expectations, which means you hold mm -hmm. on to them. You, yep. You're not, you're not working towards them. You end up holding on to them. The other thing that I think was really interesting uh, that you mentioned, because I've known you for a long time, and you, you know, you're 20, almost 25, be 25 this month. Uh, and you said, you know, you're learning the, to unlearn. Usually at, you know, 21, 22, 23, you're not, you're, you're still in the full on learning mode and unlearning isn't really a thing. What's, what I think is really interesting that what you make the connection is you're, you're very ambitious. You know, I've known you since you were 14 years old and you stepped into all of your roles with just a, a drive that, that a lot of people don't have. And with that, your drive is not only to to do a good job and all the things that I think you know I value about you, but it's also that drive to understand and to get it right. And then when you get something right, it becomes a part of your toolbox. Mm -hmm. It becomes a part of your way forward. And that really is the connection because when you say I'm learning how to unlearn, you know, you had some very strong ideas, <laughs> but 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 yeah. not in a and you know and you know that the tendency. I mean, there's always a tendency for when we're young and we have have strong ideas to become arrogant or dogmatic about them. And that's not what I'm saying at all. I don't think that was your, your posture, but you, you very much a learner and you very much want to get things right. Um, which is a huge, um, I think a, 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 a character value that you have is something that I really admire about you. Um, but, but when you were talking about that, that tendency to unlearn, because when you want to get things right and when you're young and you think you get things right, 
that that grip, especially when you know it served you well, mm-hmm. just gets harder and or hardened more and more hardened. And so I, you know, I'm, I'm just thinking out loud on that because no, I think it's a really interesting when you were talking about that and then thinking about your own ambition and how these two things connect together because that's really what makes unlearning hard mm-hmm. because the things that we have learned and the things that we have gotten right have served us so well mm-hmm. and to press on them. You know, especially when we put it in the category of right, when things press on those, it feels like it's wrong. And for those of us with a, with a strong moral sense, oh yeah, that that feels really wonky. Yeah, and we alluded to that a little bit last week when we were talking about <laughs> who and what we're learning from, mm-hmm. and the the kind of the way that sometimes we're raised is to like fear uh, potential new information or new ways of thought. So I think that that's sometimes where that wonkiness comes from. And you want to stay grounded, right? So like, yeah. I I love the idea that you, you've got to like get people in your life that know you. Yeah. And you, you talked a little bit about this in the, the series uh, around our church that we just really finished is like the importance of having people in your life that you can have those hard conversations yeah. with and struggle that, with that, that help. Yeah. Bring you back to center. Yeah. And, and I think that, that's the way I view this kind of, these kind of conversations is like a lot like the universe in that uh, <laughs> we're all orbiting the sun, right? Like yep. we're, we're at a thousand miles an hour. We're spinning around yeah. and you start thinking about some of those facts and yeah. it's like, what's, what am I orbiting around? Yeah. Like what, what is at the center point? of our life. I had a different picture when you said the universe. I thought you were going to do this like feely thing. Oh, and then you were talking I, about I, more I, tactical. I was, okay, sorry. I uh, but I think the, the, what you were just alluding to too is I'm a pretty tenacious person. Mm-hmm. Like I, I, I love like grabbing. I love the, the definition of it, of tenacity is the quality or fact of being able to grip something firmly. Yeah, like I, that's good. that you give me a, you give me a job. Like I, I'm going to probably like white knuckle it yeah. and, and try to do it. Uh, but the difference, if you but, give me a job, I'm going to get Carson to do it because <laughs> he's going to white knuckle it. <laughs> well, I guess I am the one that annoys you about the podcast more than anybody. No, uh, no, no, so, it's not annoying. So there's a difference though in tenacity and a and another way, another way of seeing the, a similar idea is veracity. Yeah. And it's not just a, a subtle difference; it's a really a fundamental difference. Veracity is defined as um, conformity with truth or fact, a devotion to truth, and then the power of conveying or per- perceiving truth. Yep. And for me, I, I I want tenacity, especially about my core values as, as a human being, like one of my core values is availability. Like I want to be available to people. I want to make my life something that is open to to anybody that wants to be involved with it. Like I I want to be an available person. Uh, but really I want to, to put truth at the center of that. And the way that I see this is when I think about my ambitions and my dreams and my hopes for my future is a lot like a house in the sense that, uh, when you go to build a house, which is one of my dreams, uh, is to build my own house. The problem is I don't think that I could afford it <laughs> because, you know, when you, I, I would imagine when you, when you build a house, it's like, oh, well, let's just go ahead and do this and let's go ahead. And it, it just kind of grows and grows yeah. and grows. Uh, but you imagine like a, a patch of woods, you're, you're, the lot that you buy with trees on it. Like the first step is obviously you've got to like clear the lot. You've got to take out the trees and the brush and the things that were there before that connects with me. And the fact that like, that's what unlearning looks like. Sometimes you got to take some things out to provide space for the thing that you want to build upon. But then the bottom of the house is obviously the foundation. Like what, what are you going to build the rest of you know, the place that you're going to live on? Can it support the weight? Right. Right. And you got to build it strong if you want to have 
big ambitions and big dreams, like you really need to do the work. And I think that for my generation, we want the house before we're willing to build the foundation, yeah. right? Yeah. Like we're, we're constantly going, we want to do this and we want to do that and we want to change the world in this way, but we haven't quite done the work to go, wait, what do I believe? Or, and it's not that we need to have it all figured out before we do anything. That's not, that's not, not at yet. all what I'm saying. But if we just ignore yeah. that process of going, what am I going to stand on in, right. in, in life? Like what are, what are, what is core to me? Then I think that we we run the potential of building a house on a foundation, like you said, that can't support the weight of it, and then we're constantly having to go back and you know fix things yeah. and change things. And I think, or, that or worse, we we end up you know when it comes to our lives, we end up hurting people, mm-hmm. you know, and and really leaving a wake of relationships, uh, you know, that are just either failed or or unhealthy. Yeah. You know, in our past, I heard um, Irwin McManus say when I was probably in my early 30s, I heard him make this 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 statement. He said, never let your never let your talent run faster than your character can sustain. you." That's good. And that's the idea you're getting at, you know, your your foundation, because a lot of times we'll use our ambitions and the more success you get, especially the more you get it earlier, the more it identifies you. And that's a precarious, that's that, mm-hmm. you know, your, your occupation, your accomplishments can't support the weight of who you, of your identity. And that's where I feel like, you know, then because everything becomes a house of cards right. and if one thing gets pulled out, the whole thing comes down and then it just becomes about preservation. And there are so many people who mm-hmm. are in their, you know, their, their forties that have been talented, been successful, but they're how they're, it's a house of cards because if any one thing gets moved, the whole thing crumbles down right. And what happens is when that becomes your, your condition, the, the unlearning is terrifying mm-hmm. because it means the whole thing might come down. Mm-hmm. And I think there are ways in which we can, can do things that aren't that dramatic, but at the same time we can begin to build or, or put something underneath that begins to support the weight of what our lives have become, whether you're you know, yeah. early in your journey or whether you've been doing it for a while. What would you say to somebody who would, would would identify in that is they they're in their 40s or 50s or 60s and they've got some things that they know that they need to process and some successes or maybe even some failures that are directly interwoven with their identity and they're nervous to even begin to to just think yep. about it or they're yeah. they're nervous to ask questions about it because they're nervous about that that proverbial yeah. house of cards what's their next step in that yeah, I, th- I mean, I think you actually said it. The, the first thing is to admit it. Like the mm-hmm. first thing is to say, you know what? These are things that I don't know if I, and it's not believe. Believe's a strong word, but these are things that I'm not sure I can depend on anymore. Mm-hmm. And then when you acknowledge that, you know, that overwhelming sense of fear and loneliness and isolation is probably going to be the next thing. And you got to get someone that you trust to say, hey, this is this is what I'm thinking. Yeah. And, you know, what you'll find is more than likely someone has been there before and someone has said, oh, yeah, because they're they're You know, most people are. It's not like they built this house of cards on, you know, some kind of, um, you know, illegal setup. Sure. Right? Th- these are things we've built it on something we just sort of in our own inner sense, we feel like can't support the weight of this anymore. And being able to share that with another person will actually, I think, begin to almost like, you know, you think about someone who goes in after a house is built to do foundational damage repair you got to shore up some things Mm -hmm. because it doesn't mean you have to tear the whole thing down but you do have to shore up some things in order to do some internal work 
And oftentimes we can't do the internal work at the pace that our lives are demanding of us. Mm. And we also can't do it more than likely in the relational context that we currently have. So maybe we need to, you know, talk to someone a little bit more intentionally, whether that's, um, you know, reaching out to a really trusted friend, um, a pastor, a counselor, someone like that, to really sort of get all your cards, you know, on the table, so to speak. Right. Um, because it, 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 it's crippling and, and, and soul crushing otherwise. And I think that the idea of isolation in that is so true. Mm. When I, when I think about some conversations I've had with people and really I have with myself a lot of times, it's so easy to feel alone in that subject around like what your life is built on. And it seems really private. Like it seems like like getting that out in the open requires a lot of willingness to be vulnerable. And I I just, we weren't planning to go there, but I feel like that question is super important. What would you say to somebody my age or younger, like coming out of college? Cause a lot of my friends right now are, are getting jobs and like jumping into the, to the workforce, so to speak. Um, what can they do to ensure that that foundation is is beginning to be built really strong? Yeah, I mean, I, and I th- I think you know one of the things you said was you know you have this sort of core value of, of availability, and I think that's that's really uh, insightful. Um, it's uh, it's a really it's it's really you know I think uh, sharp thinking and trying to understand hey how do I want to be what kind of person I want to become. Um, you know, I think when you, when you have people who are coming into new seasons is to recognize that new seasons are new and they're uncertain and that you don't know things Mm -hmm. and that creates a sense of fear, but that's okay. That's normal. And so rather than let it be an overwhelming sense of anxiety, what you're building is, is how can I get curious about learning what's in front of me? And, and, you know, whether you're going from, you know, college, right. From where, where you've been in classes and there's been, um, you know, just your schedule runs a lot different to where now you have to be somewhere at nine o'clock and you, you're obligated <laughs> someone until five o'clock or whatever yeah. that is. Um, there's new rhythms. So you have to unlearn things. You can't compare the responsibility and the commute and all the things that you feel in this season with what you had in the last season or else you're going to run into this. You know, they don't compare and you're going right. to be frustrated instead of saying, no, I need to to unlearn or to dismantle those expectations and instead allow a new set of expectations mm-hmm. to be created which and new rhythms which aren't going to happen in two weeks right it's going to take months but you process that you process it with someone you let someone know how was your week oh well this was what was tough this was what was good and you got to stay focused on you know i think what you are what you are building upon what kind of person are you becoming your your character what's this feeding in you and to know that because you're doing something when you're 23 or 24 that isn't your life goal, mm-hmm. it's not a waste of time. It's a part of the process and, and that those things are useful to who you are becoming in the future. And I think, you know, especially when you're young and ambitious, you feel like if you're not charging the hill that you're supposed mm-hmm. to be on, that you're just wasting your life. And that is rarely true because usually you're building relationships, you're making connections, you're learning things you're experiencing things that are just going to serve you so well. And if you do that with a sense of curiosity, you're going to, you're going to, you're going to, they're going to serve you well. If you do them with a sense of futility, you're going to miss all the lessons trying Mm -hmm. to get somewhere else. And that's, that's never helpful. (laughs) That's really good. Uh, If, if you are 24, you need to write down everything that you just heard. (laughs) I am for sure. I, I think that's so helpful. And it's funny, like, that's nowhere in our notes. 
like we didn't write that down coming into this, but that is so true. And it's so relevant to several conversations that I've had over the past couple of weeks that I just think that especially that idea of comparison, like comparing one season to, to the next or, or comparing one season to the, the one that you're coming out of often robs us of the joy in the moment that we're in and the hope for the future. That's it. That's exactly right. Because we can't be happy right here because we don't have what we used to have. And therefore what's coming next, there's no way it could be good because we can't get it yet. Right. Right. And we're frustrated about that, which I just wonder sometimes how much does that limit our, our capacity to dream or to be ambitious about what might be around the corner because we're, we're, we're constantly dwelling on those things. And what does it look like to do to get our eyes up, to get our perspective higher, to go, it's not always going to be this way. I remember, I remember a conversation we had several years ago and I don't remember the subject. I don't remember how it came up, but I remember you saying, I I don't stress about things too much because I know that the world is constantly changing and time moves really, really fast. And I remember like that being so comforting to me because all I remember is the moment that I was in, I was like really frustrated. (laughs) I was like, I'm not getting to where I want to go fast enough. Or, you know, we, I don't know how many times you sat across from me at the coffee shop saying, dude, it's okay. (laughs) Like, yeah, yes. You're, you're not running for president and you're 20 years old. It's, it's, it's okay, dude. Like take a chill pill. Uh, I wasn't that direct, but the reason yeah, I know that you, a couple times you were, but I, I needed it <laughs> so bad. Like I really did need somebody to go like, no dude, it, it's yeah. okay. And I had several other people saying the same thing yeah. to me, but it's funny. Like I was just in that rut where it was like, people could say anything that they wanted to me. And I just wasn't listening yeah. because I was so convinced that the way that I saw the world was the only way to see the yeah. world. And I think that if I could go back and tell myself anything, it would be listen to the people. Yeah that have been down this road before. Yeah. Like, well, that's why I, I've been, I, I've, I was in, I was super driven. So I, I, I know that I know the, I know the pressure and I know the feeling of feeling like you're not getting where you need to be. And then you just, you sit on the other side and you realize that a lot of the, the reasons that I'm in the place that I am, the, the reason things have, have turned out in some ways in my life aren't because of the plans that I made when I was 22 mm-hmm. or 23 years old. There, there's a lot of other factors and reasons. Yeah. And you know, the, the story you're, you're telling about is this happened to me because I was super stressed out and I, and you know, one of my sort of life principles is to always have a friend who's 20 years older than mm-hmm. you that still loves being alive. Yeah. You know, and I always joke. So there are a lot of people that I know that, that aren't enjoying being alive. So I don't yeah. necessarily, you know, so specifically, <laughs> and um, one of my surfing buddies is, is 19 years older than me. And so I've been surfing with him for probably almost 20 years. So he, mm-hmm. when I was 20 to 25, he was 45 and four, 40, you know, 44. And now that I'm 50, you know, he's 69. So we still connect mm-hmm. and, but he loves being alive. And the reason that was so important for me, cause I remember I was so stressed out. And, you know, just feeling all this pressure and we're out paddling uh, and I'm looking at him and he's smiling and he's talking about things. I'm going when he was, you know, 35 or when he was 40, he was probably worried the same way I am, but he is not worried about it anymore. Mm-hmm. And that just gave me that perspective to say, you know what, in 20 years, I'm not going to be as concerned about the things that I'm concerned about today, more than likely. Yeah. And it just gave me a sense of freedom to take it. Um, you know, I, I don't want to say in stride because that sounds too casual, but but that's what it became. It was to be able to recognize that this is a season mm-hmm. and it is hard. But if I believe, you know, what I believe about God and about call, 
then then he has given me what I need to step into this moment. Yeah. And that's what I need to to trust. And that's what I need to step into and not to just get all in my head and get, you know, all overwhelmed, but yeah. to just bring that in to write and, you know, again, using people around me to help bring that perspective as well. And yeah. it's what happened with with you, it's what's happened with me. Um, and then you start to see things unfold that you just you would have never seen coming otherwise. Yeah. Well, the, and the guy you're talking about has become a good friend of mine because of you guys, his friendship. And he he's really been around your life, obviously, for a long time and therefore been a part of Maddie's life. Yep. And we love him. So like, I love any time I get to go to breakfast with Alan. Like it, it is such a good time. Yeah. I, I remember him telling me one time he because I was like, what do I do in my career? Like, I want to do this. I want to do that. Like, I had this long list of things. Still have the list, by the way. Uh, but I was like, what, what's my next step? And he's like, Carson, you can't mess up. Yeah. And I was like, <laughs> that's not true. Like, that, there's no way that's true. And I, I think I said something like that yeah. to him, probably a little bit more respectfully. And he was like, no, you, you're learning. Yeah. You're growing. If you, if you go do this, that, that's okay. You're going to, you're going to learn something from it. You're going to build relationships. Just what you were saying a few minutes ago. And that was really the thing that I needed to hear when it, when I was thinking about all of the ambitions that I had. And I'll tell you I, the reason, the reason that we can say about you, and this is what I think you look for, not just in you, but when you, when you know, anybody who's looking at this, the reason you can say that is because of your foundation. Like the, the reality is, is that, you know, I knew Alan knew, you know, and, and because if it, if, if, if there was a foundation problem, we would say, Hey, you can mess up. Sure. But when you know someone's character, you, 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 they're, they're, they are availing themselves. There is a sense of, of vulnerability and authenticity that you can trust by that person. Mm -hmm. You can say those kinds of things and you can recognize, you know, if you're building on the right foundation, you're not going to, you know, you're, you're not going to mess yourself up. You're, you're, you know, you're going to be able to build at a pace in a way um, that can support whatever it is that comes, you know, uh, your way. And yeah. I, I do believe that. That's a helpful, you know, thing to, to, to put into the conversation. And I think that a question that I've been asking myself a lot, I'm reading a book right now, uh, called the power of why, uh, by Simon Sinek. And it is really, really helpful. And his, his whole point is like, we've, we've got to get honest about our why, like we've got to get real with it. And he really comes at it from an organizational perspective of in leadership and, and really casting vision for what you're doing as a team or as an organization. Uh, but then he really kind of helps you see that as an individual approach. Like how, how are you processing in your day to day life? Why you're doing what you're doing. And when I started asking myself that question, the answer really started coming to the surface. Like my why was more often than not rooted in uh, making people see something about me that I wanted them to see. And the more I started processing that, I was like, that's not a very stable foundation. Like that, that's not helpful. Like that's not the, that can't be the goal. Like if I genuinely care for people and genuinely want to make a difference in the world, my pursuit cannot be of what people think. It should be of what people need. Like, and oftentimes what people need is not the most popular, you know, shiny, fun thing. People need real relationships like and that's not something that you're going to get famous or rich over always. But it's a thing that I feel called to. So just asking myself that question, like, why do I believe the things that I believe? Why do I want to do the things that I want to do? And trying to go, I need to get a healthy why. Yep. That has been my pursuit and my, my most current 
season of life. And I feel like that's really, really helping me in a lot of different ways. And just, I would just encourage that because that, that takes a lot. It takes a lot of self-discipline. It takes a lot of self-awareness to say, oh, here's why I'm doing things. And then to ask, is this a worthy why? Mm-hmm. You know, is this really, because that, that's those foundational questions. And, you know, that's part of, I think, the, what, when we're talking about this, you know, that you've got to have that sense of freshness over, and, and it will evolve. The mm-hmm. things that you, the reasons you do things when you're 25 uh, and 30 are different than the reasons you do things mm-hmm. when you're 50. And I'm, I'm assuming when I'm 60 and 70. And, and that's all, I think, part of the process of growing and learning and becoming. Um, but I think you hit the, you know, the nail on the head that our lives are designed to be given away, yeah. you know, for the sake of others. You know, I have obviously theological reasons, but, you know, right. part, of, um, part of what I've learned is the more that I arrange my life um, for that, you know, I, I'm as excited about getting up in the morning mm-hmm. as I've ever, as I've ever been, um, you know, in 20 years in, I have a sense of freshness, but it, but it took backing up and saying, is this still, you know, is this still what I'm called to do? Mm-hmm. Is this still, and, and being willing to lay it all on the table. Right. Um, so I, you know, I say that just because I, I feel like when you, when you think about ambition and, you know, these, these two ideas coming together, that ambition isn't isn't wrong or bad um the you know the reason for your ambition is what drives everything if you're just trying to make a name for yourself if you're trying to prove to other people that you're worthy if you're trying Mm -hmm. to you know build a kingdom or platform you're probably going to run yourself um into some you know sort of internal crisis but if you build on the sense that your life is is created and made and intention and intended for, um, you know, beautiful redemptive purposes and you avail yourself to others in that pursuit. Um, you know, you're, you're more than likely going to, going to stumble into all the things that you're, you're hoping for and looking for. I think that's a great place to, to land today. I, I think that for all of us, we've really got to begin to ask ourselves the question, like what, what is our why? And going back to be, the beginning where we started talking about if you have built the proverbial house of cards, you know, and, and taking your identity and put it in things that may not be, you know, strong enough to hold the weight of your life. We just really encourage you to start, start asking that question and don't feel like you've got to take the whole house down at one time, right? It's just one question after another and one day at a time, one step at a time and one relationship at a time. And I, I think that that's the thing. Yeah. And those questions, you know, Carson, that you're alluding to are incredibly important when those questions surface, because eventually you're going to get back to the more fundamental questions of why am I here? What is my right. purpose? Why am I made? And to me, that's what brings us to the, into the encounter with the things that are most important mm-hmm. and where our deepest purpose is actually found. So, you know, my, my you know, kind of concluding thought would be, you know, when you, when you sort of wrestle at those foundational levels and those questions rise, you know, fear and that, that sense of, of certainty that we demand is, is going to create a tension. And I would say, you know, it's back into that pressing that question, why, why are you feeling that? And then drive down and be willing to ask those questions and be willing to ask those with someone that you trust. Yeah. And, and write it down. Like, write it down. I, I cannot advocate for that more because that's where you're going to see your progress. And that's where you're going to go, okay, I'm actually growing. Like, this season is being used for something I'm actually learning. I, I, 
I have had such a great season in my journal and being able to look back at the way this is developing in my life is so, so helpful. So remember, think veracity, not tenacity uh, in this conversation. Really think about like what's what's true. What do you want to be your why? What do you believe that your why really should be? And that's going to lead you to some questions like what's holding you back? Um, what are you holding on to? What, what are your knuckles white around? Like what, <laughs> like I would really encourage you to begin to ask those questions. And like Mike said, to bring somebody into that. And as always, we are really grateful uh, that you are you know, joining us in the, the just think journey. Uh, it has been so fun for us. And we've, like we said in the beginning, we've gotten to hear uh, from people and it has been so encouraging to us. And we would love to hear from you uh, what are some of the things that are holding you back potentially? Like we're, we're a safe place. We'd love to hear that uh, because it will also kind of help us continue to, to really create the future episodes and the future conversations that we have around the idea of us thinking together, us learning together, us growing together as a culture and as a people. So we love you guys. We hope you have a great rest of your day from wherever you're listening from. And we'll see you back here on the podcast really, really soon.